Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talk That. Wow. Thank you. I'm Amanda. And I'm Natalie. And we are K-Junkies. We're back with another K-Chat episode where we talk about some recent K-pop news, scandals, crazy stuff, things we find interesting. It's been about a month or so, or a little over a month since our last one, so a lot of things actually happened um, from December and the beginning of the year. Oh man, it's a little wild, so I'm like (laughs) not ready to go into all of it. I feel like it's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while since we had kind of like a lengthy episode, so I think this one might be. And it seems like majority of what we're going to talk about is like kind of like not great stuff. So yeah, let's start start with the uh, less harsh stuff. Yeah. So in December, well, I guess New Year's, uh, SM had a free concert, which we watched and we all were like drunk and crazy about. And they teased in the concert of Shiny's comeback. (laughs) My God, when I tell you that we all lost our marbles, we were all like, ah. Yeah. And I see a lot of people are very, very excited, obviously, because uh, Minho, Ki, and Onu were in the military while Taemin's been active as a soloist and in Super M. So it's exciting to see that we'll finally have another shiny comeback before Taemin has to do military. Shiny's back. It was reported to be in February, which I feel like is so soon. I know. So I'm like really surprised by that. I'm wondering if it really will happen in February. Um, If it does, I'm totally not ready for it. I know. I got to like mentally prepare myself. But yeah, that was a really great thing. Like we were very, very happy and drunk. It's going to make 2021 a little better, you know? Yeah, it will. Another possible like major SM comeback that is more hinted than confirmed as much as Shiny's is EXO, a possible EXO group comeback because so far Beckin and Kai have been kind of hinting at it. Um, and we do have Kyungsu and Shuman basic like back. So I believe that they'll do that where like certain members go to military and they'll do group comebacks depending on like who they can switch out during the comebacks. So, you know, yeah, we don't have Suho and Chen this time, but we do have Shuman and Kyungsu. So yeah. I it's hope it's true. Definitely going to be like that for a bit. I don't know. Like once like Chanyo, Beckin. Yeah. Once Chanyo and Beckin go to the military. It might take a little it, Like it'll have, We'll have like four of them enlisted at once. So I don't yeah. think we'll have a type of group release because it would literally just be that's why i think it's a good idea that they they do manage a group release this year and then you know we'll wait again for another group release but like i hope it's true just have solos after this group come back if it happens maybe a new subunit that'd be exciting i want I want Kyungsoo in a solo. Yeah. <laughs> I want Kyungsoo in a solo. Um, but yeah, so that's another possible like exciting comeback as well. So obviously, us being like Shaols and XOLs, we're very, very, very excited for that. So that's some happy news. Yeah. Um, I guess not going on to like more some news and scandals that news. happened. So Ravi and Taeyeon dating rumors that happened like in December. We were doing our Secret Santa when that happened. We were? Yeah, we were in in our Secret Santa like with all our friends when that came out. And oh. a lot of people were like, what? 
oh my god and then when it was like a mutual friend and people were making jokes about like taming no but it was weird because like it took a while for them to come to some type of conclusion about it it was super funny because robbie's company was kind of being like back and forth about it yeah because like so sm was like no and then uh robbie's company was like yes right they're like no yes no yeah they're like no yes no and we're like hello (laughs) and i'm just like I mean, I'm about it. Yeah, I think I, it's super cute. I just um, want Robbie to date someone. But I think also, like, it kind of sucks for when they're, they are just friends. And, like, it just seems like people can't really comprehend that guys and girls can be friends. Yeah. Because according to SM, they were just, like, helping each other with music. Like, writing music and that they're yeah. close friends. Which, you know, I guess it was, possible. like, because it was photos of them together. And I guess it looked really friendly. Or whatever. But, like, then again, Koreans are very friendly. I mean, I don't know. In regards to the opposite sex, I don't know how friendly it could be. Because, like, you know, when they're the same sex, they're all over each other. Of course. But, like... Yeah, because they're the same same sex. But but I'm just like, yeah, they can just be friends. Or they could be dating. Like, it's none of our business. (laughs) It's none of our business. And it's there's nothing wrong with either of those things. Like, I... I'm like a hundred percent sure that all these idols are constantly dating, and we have oh, no sure, idea. For sure. And you know, as much as I would love to know who they're dating, because I want to, you know, support support it and be like, oh, it's great to know. Because I, if anything, it makes me sad when my favorite idols, if I'm under the impression that they're not dating, like I do want them to date. Yeah. So if they're happy with someone, like, but you know, it's just safer for us not to know in the end but yeah i'm all for it if they're friends or dating or whatever like i'm here for it but for now they're just friends and that's fine too like again guys and girls can be friends i was i was sad though i really wanted it to be true like i really wanted it to be true because i was like ah (laughs) all about it speaking on girls and guys being friends and it being a a problem um recently uh as some people saw sejong a uh, former member of Gugudan, which we'll talk about Yeah, later. which we'll get to. <laughs> she had an Insta Live. And if people know, uh, she's on a show called Busted, which is like a detective show on Netflix. And she is really close with Sehun on the show. Like, they kind of have, like, this dynamic that a lot of people like. I see a lot of people support it. They're, they're called, like, the Sese couple, essentially. Yeah. But, unfortunately, of course, there's fans that are insane and they think they own their idols. So she has been... Harassed a lot, and her mom also got these yeah, comments. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw that her me. mom even replied to those comments, like, "No, like, just it's like, please don't put this on my Instagram." Or that they were contact trying to contact yeah. her parents, and she something. had to basically say, like, "No, there's there, you guys don't have to worry. There's nothing between me and Sehun. I don't talk to him like personally out of the show. I'm assuming is what she's talking about. So like, you guys don't have to worry about it. But it's like really sad and kind of embarrassing, like as a fandom, like as XOLs, that she has to like." say that it's like yeah ew, like she, looked, she doesn't have to say anything she looked kind of uncomfortable of course because video. she's like she's worried can you imagine being harassed because of being what you have to be with with someone your co-star you know because they obviously have to interact yeah in course. the show and you know sehun's a very i feel like friendly and he really doesn't care so like he's very friendly whether it's a guy or a girl and and people i guess are going to take that the wrong way but, you know, Sehun can have friends that are girls and she can have friends that are guys. Of course. I mean, she says that they don't talk out of the show, which I, I think is really, like, odd. Because I feel like if you are close on the show, like, it's why odd. I not? Think, I think it's like school. You know, you got friends that, like, they're just your school friends. And then you have friends that are, like, 
outside of school it could be that they're just friends like while when they film the show and they don't really talk to each other that much out of the production which happens which is fine because that doesn't I mean guess. anything less i mean she could also just be lying and saying she doesn't but again yeah. none of our business i mean yeah i mean if she does if it is a lie she can totally do that too yeah she's doing it for the, sake, for of the sake of her her family and sahun as well you know and just like Robbie and Taeyeon, I would totally support. Oh, no, they're, su- <laughs> they're super cute. <laughs> and I think it's just like, I think it's just disgusting that fans still have these mentalities that like, they yeah, own their idols and sucks. their idols can't be friends with anyone or can't be close to anyone, especially like girl and guy wise. And it's it's just dumb. Like she has other guy friends, you know, like. It's also not the first time someone's had girlfriends like yeah yeah yeah. you know friends that are like yeah yeah so like you know it's always a problem i just hope she doesn't let it like bother and i hope people will stop yeah it's embarrassing the good thing is that uh, i obviously seen other xols that are also very upset that she had to like apologize and like clarify because it's it's embarrassing as a fandom to be like god like she uh, you know it's like generalizing that the fans are all like that and it's like no like only the really you shouldn't even call them fans only the like the toxic well those are also like the korean the really like extreme korean fans because like that's such a problem in the korean culture apparently yeah to for your idols to be dating obviously we all know that because they call it a scandal yeah and and that's they're the ones that that really get uh like butthurt about it obviously the more international fans are a little more lenient they want their idols to date and whatever but obviously there are international fans that are also very possessive yeah of course but but obviously the international fans are more open to it i really wish that was something that could change over time in korea because i'm really tired but of it, it doesn't seem to it doesn't change. seem to like a lot of things i feel like times are changing in the culture in regards to certain things being more open about certain things that uh, the rest of the world is like open about but there are still things like that that they're still just like and it really depends on the fandom too sometimes because there's certain idols that come out dating that the fandoms don't respond too harshly. Yeah. Or like they'll be a little harsh, but it's not like it's excessive. But X Files have always X-Files been very always excessive. Been very, very excessive when it comes to dating or mm-hmm. whatever. So, but oh, as us being X Files, we don't care. <laughs> Sam can do whatever he wants. Yep. With whoever he wants. And Sejong is a, no, a I really wait. cute, I do wait for the beautiful day girl so. that he does openly date someone because I really want it. You're like, yes, I really want him to be My boy. Yes, I want him to be happy. My son. Okay. So speaking on Gugudan, because I did say former Gugudan member uh, Sejong, of course, uh, one of the biggest news that had come out at the ending of the year, Jellyfish disbanded Gugudan (sighs) after four years. Four years. Basically, they were like, as soon as 2020 ends, you guys are disbanded. Of course, a lot of people were super upset because Gugudan was very under-promoted as a group. Uh, Like terribly underpromoted. it was insane like the fact that their last comeback was how long ago like almost like basically two years ago right it was a little over two years ago yeah 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 Yeah, so they weren't promoted well a lot of people kind of saw this coming because sally had revealed that the members that they were like basically asked to leave their dorm yeah 2019 like don't come back you know and it's like what that's when a lot of people like red flags you know that's so wild to me I want to know what was the problem because they're a very young group. Like, and they were what Jellyfish's second group? Are you kidding me? Like, after having Vix and they were very successful and then they debuted Gugudan, like, I know Starlights were probably like scared because they probably thought that they were going to pay attention to Gugudan, but they did not. And especially being like a 
post produce 101 type group it's just another failed ioi group you know what i mean it sucks because it's like all this wasted uh potential with the group they really did only care about sejong for sure like promoting her because she was so popular i think what they should have done definitely was just debut sejong as a soloist like how chongha was put out it probably would have been a little easier um but yeah it sucks i think they thought that sejong and mina being on ioi was gonna help and then nayoung was also a produce contestant that them all kind of being together especially with the post ioi that they were gonna help gugudan i mean they could have if jellyfish would have promoted them like you can't you can't get a group popular with no promotions. It just doesn't work that it way. It really doesn't. I just don't understand why they didn't promote them. I swear they only came back like once a year or something because they barely have any songs. And, you know, they just weren't promoted music-wise or on shows or anything. And it's like all, like all this a waste of talent and, and time. And it's like there had to have been something that happened because that makes no sense to just kick them out at, at their third year. Like, Why? Why? What was wrong? Like, what did Jellyfish see as, like, a major fail and was just like, we give up? I think they honestly just weren't seeing the profit, but instead of, like, trying to push them and, like, just trying to promote them, they were just like, all right, we give up. Like, um, Very Very is getting more, essentially. Like, just putting this out there. Yeah. But, like, obviously, Very Very is getting more, like, with Kingdom and stuff, like, more group promos. They're probably getting more popular. They were like, no, all right, well, no, let's no, just... No. It's bu- that's, that's BS. Because as much as, like, for example, as much as Cube sucks, they still have promoted CLC after all this time, even though they they gain nothing. But they still at least have them doing stuff. Yeah. But they just gave up on Gugudan. And it sucks because Gugudan had so much potential. Like, their title tracks to me were, like, really good. Yeah. The members were talented. You know, like, there was so much there. And I feel like Jellyfish just... Gugudan had no bad title tracks. Nope. But they just didn't. And and they proved that they could do different things. Like, why couldn't they just base it off of, okay, this concept worked the best. Let's do that again. Or they they could have done something, like, like extreme, kind of like the CLC, like, Hobgoblin era. Like, they could have maybe just really changed it up. I feel like that was not not that type, though. Yeah, but I mean, that was still... I mean, like, extra. Like, give more... Like, make it even more dark or something. That could have maybe helped. But, alas, Jellyfish just... I'm so mad. Because Grudon was probably one of my... One of my favorite post-IOI groups. Yeah. So I'm just like... We all kind of saw it coming, but it was still really... Yeah, I saw it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, because they were not saying anything for a while, I was like, maybe, maybe there's some Surprise comeback. But no. They were just like, Happy New Year, Gugudon's expanding. They could have pulled, like, a Brave Girls and been like, just kidding, we're still a group, you know? Like, here's a comeback. So dumb. You know why? Because they're just, they're most likely just going to keep promoting Sejong as a soloist. No, it's so funny because Jellyfish was like, oh, we're going to support all the members on their individual activities and i was just like i can assure you people, yeah they will not a lot of people didn't believe that. not only will they not support their individual activities they probably won't have any individual activities except for sejung and maybe mina, mina. maybe maybe it sucks because they just banned them but they're probably still on contract and have to stay no exactly that's what i'm that's exactly what i think yeah i guess we'll see what they do individually i don't know how long their contracts last Maybe Sally will do something. She's going to be in China, probably. Yeah, yeah, she'll be in China. Sure. But I don't know how that works in, with her contract in Korea. We'll Jellyfish, see. you failed me. Speaking of, since you did bring up Cube Entertainment, they oh. had quite a time. I brought up CLC you also. You did bring up CLC. They had quite a time 
uh, also at the ending of last year. First, we kind of saw um, news of Elkie's contract termination, which I feel like it was really sad because it seemed like they were trying to rebrand CLC again, like kind of like rebrand them and try to be like, you know, all this stuff. Here's all these goodies. And they had like helicopter. And that song kind of has like this meaning of like, you know, we won't give up no matter how long it takes us. But, you know, it's understandable because according to the reports or whatever that she was saying, you know, that CLC isn't promoted well, that she doesn't get a lot of, like the payments, you know, which is not surprised that Cube is just trash. No, it's not even just that. It was that Cube announced or said to them that they completely have stopped their developmental support on CLC. Which is not a surprise. They're, which they is, basically gave up yeah, giving up. Ba- <laughs> they're pulling a jellyfish right now. Yep. Which it makes no sense to me. Like, when was that reported? Before or after Helicopter? So I feel like what happened is kind of like the what happened in 4 Minute a little bit. Where like, oh, if this comeback isn't going to do well, like, mm. it's over. And then people thought it was, like, not serious. And then 4 Minute disbanded after Hate. I feel like this it might be going down the same road where they were trying to see if Helicopter would go somewhere because mind you, CLC doesn't even have a full album. I think they were trying to see where that would go, and obviously it's. Didn't, I mean, it didn't do amazing. What did they expect? CLC's never had good physical sales or digital or digital. So like, what did they expect? They really thought that everyone would just flock and buy. No, that's what I think. It doesn't it was, work. And they're like, that. all right, well, this flopped, and we have G Idol. So why? bother they're thinking why bother wasting our resources to continue developing clc when we can develop g idol where they're not only are their physicals really good their digital is really good i just will never understand the clc thing me neither i don't understand i why don't they just... know why clc flops as hard as they do because like they're amazing you know like i think i brought this up another time that i feel like that time period of k-pop was a very rough one like if you debuted in 2015 it was 2015 was like kind of like 2012 if you debuted in 2012 you most likely did, did not, not make get it famous unless you were lucky because there were so many debuts and i feel like 2015 was a weird period between korea not knowing what style they were really into were they into the girl crush or were they into cute because it, there was like a time period where it was all cute concepts and then now it's more girl yeah, there's crush. a lot of girl crush. Coming so out. like CLC's just been going back and forth with the cute and the girl crush, and it's like I don't know why Korea is not into them. Like, what is it about them that they're not into? It's just that they're not fresh anymore. Like they've tried, they've tried multiple different concepts, and they're just not fresh anymore. And Korea's bored, so they're like, all right, let's look at these fresh groups. Well, they didn't like them you. when they were fresh. No, either. I know, but it's just it's like if it doesn't catch on early sometimes it just stays like that throughout it's like nine muses you know like it just stays like that the whole time or rainbow it just sucks i mean it's kind of like the chinese effect too where like it's the chinese member has like a problem with the like yeah. korean company and she can definitely be popular in china yeah, on her own because sure. she that's was already like right, she well, was already popular that's why they added her in. i think obviously like she really cares about the members yeah like, and they all love each other like you can tell they have like a special bond it just sucks that it kind of had to resort to this because obviously it's like well she's not gonna waste her potential if if cube literally said we're giving up on you as a group it's like and you're they're not paying for like things you've done or whatever like why stay i don't know what clc is gonna do i don't know if we can expect a dis- CLC disbandment this year um, or if they're gonna push on without Elkie. so if they wait for contract they're probably not going to get a comeback all year and just disband yeah, in 22. They should just terminate. Unless they just disband them early like they did, like Jellyfish yeah, did. They, they, could, they could terminate which all their Which would contracts. be so 
sad. <laughs> because CLC literally was just done during their whole career. And as like people that love CLC since debut, it's like mm-hmm. really sad to see them just get like treated like crap their whole career. But I definitely think that we'll either see a CLC comeback OT6, like not Elki, or we will probably think, see a disbandment okay, this my, year. I'm gonna, this is my prediction. We will get a final, maybe like an OT6 comeback, but it's gonna be a concept no one cares about. And then they're gonna yeah. disappear and then disband. My prediction for this year is a possible disbandment for CLC. Just straight up? Yeah. But we shall see. Cube never fails. Moving on to another cube failure. <laughs> cube never fails to fail. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to another cube mess up. Um, Ilhun had a scandal, unfortunately, and he ended up leaving B2B, which really sucks because I feel like the other day, like before that scandal came out, we were talking about how B2B has been like going strong as a full group since 2012. And and it's fantastic. And they're not re- they're not really like an idol group that's gone through a lot of scandals. But as always, groups that don't have scandals or whatever, they always just, just comes out of nowhere. And Ilhun had, unfortunately, the infamous marijuana scandal that idols go Which through. Which just destroys your entire Which, career. Yeah, destroys your... Like, once you get caught with that or, like, you're even, uh, like, assumed to do that, like, you're done, essentially. Either, one, the group, the company kicks you out or you decide to leave yourself. Or I think they kick you out and they just say that they decided to leave. That's who they could lie. Um, I personally think that Ilhun might have done it himself. I don't, Or I don't know what the group might have talked about it. But it's really really sad and apparently he's been doing it for five years like, well, I, like, I, I, I don't know if he was doing it consistently for five years because it kind of made it sound like he has done it a couple times over the last five years with acquaintances yeah but still like, which could literally just be five times total i'm surprised you know? just never but like you do now. it once and it's over yeah, yeah exactly like god forbid <laughs> that's why um i'm surprised they didn't catch him obviously like some people are like, oh, but it's just marijuana. But people have to remember yep. different country, different rules, you know, different like laws. And in Korea, it's illegal. And as idols, they know this. They're Korean citizens. You know, they know this is illegal. So in one sense, it's kind of like, damn, Ilhun, like, should have done better. And the other sense is like, obviously for us, like international fans or like Americans, we're like, it sucks that he has to leave for like something for that because at least he's not like, doing something terrible but again different laws cultures you know we can't really i think it's funny how like marijuana is so illegal and it's such an issue but like smoking is so normal but they still get into like issues if they're caught smoking even cigarettes cigarettes. yeah and it's like what do you want from them like they gotta you know unwind somehow even if it's just like they only do it once in a blue moon because if it's true that who only did it once in a blue moon you know i feel like if he was consistently doing it like did it all the time they probably would have found out earlier probably they probably could have gotten away with just enlisting him and letting it kind of blow over yeah and then not leave the group but i feel like with companies like cube they just kind of jump the gun and they're just like leave and I then think, they say okay i'll do it for the group i think cube doesn't like to deal with the repercussions they really the don't like the whole like hyuna eat on thing like that's something that could have just been like okay they're dating that's it end of story yeah but, they um, keep but i out. just think cube doesn't like to deal with the repercussions of like the actions of their idols so they're like all right bye like you and know? that is exactly why i think that they did kick 
Ilhuna. They could have. No, I don't think that he just like. Okay, I'm I'm sure he did agree. It, it, it's probably one of those manipulation types of thing. Like, oh, you're gonna hurt the group's. Image. You're gonna hurt the group's image. Maybe you should leave, and he'll be like, yeah, okay. But that's kind of like a guilt tripping. Yeah, it's like a guilt trip. And and since we have seen that they do kick out idols for dumb things. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that, you know. I, I don't trust It really Q. sucks because <laughs> I would have loved to see B2B, like, last as long, like, as the original lineup. Yeah, it sucks because, like, B2B was one of the few, I feel, groups that was going strong, no problems at all, no member changes. But yeah, I guess we'll see what, what Ilhun will do, and then I guess we can expect the B2B comeback without... The rapper. I'm so sad. I mean, we have Minhyuk, but Ilhun was like Ilhun was my spicy. second bias. I'm like really sad. I know. About I, really, it. I really loved Ilhun, so I'm also really sad about that. Cube sucks. M- more, more group company stuff. I think one of the biggest shocking things to happen towards the end of last year, entering into New Year, is Got Seven not renewing their contracts with JYP, and all seven of them did not renew. Yep. A lot of speculations of what it could be, because obviously we don't know exactly like what the reasoning is some people were stating that jyp only wanted some members in the company not others which i feel like is really dumb well, that was one of the speculations yeah but that makes zero sense why would you it happened why would you that's, only want a couple members of a group named got seven that's exactly what happened with shenhua okay shenhua's name wasn't got no no but yeah, it, got whatever like, name wise name wise yeah it's dumb but i mean like sometimes for a company doesn't matter they're like oh wait okay we want specific members that obviously that was a long time ago though I know, but it could still but happen. But when was the last time that happened? Like, it could still happen where certain... It, maybe that, that could happen with Gugudan. Like, yeah, they're, they're all, like, keeping their contracts. But, like, in the end, they probably only really want to keep I just feel like with how K-pop has progressed, it has shown that people lose interest when members leave. No, of course. So I don't think companies would be willingly doing that You anymore. never know. You never know. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to keep like Jin Young and then like no, some definitely of the, wanted to some keep of the Jin members Young. that like obviously are more. But I, what I think it is too is that uh, they definitely wanted them to renew whether they would be in God Seven or not. Exactly, you know. But the other rumor was that it was either they all renew or they all leave. Like JYP was not gonna renew just a couple of them if they wanted to stay and other ones wanted to branch out because they don't want another 2 p.m situation yeah, yeah. like how Tekken left and he's not in in jyp anymore but he's still in 2 p.m but I, yeah i don't think jyp wanted to deal with that again because in the end you don't know if that's really gonna do anything because yeah. what if they don't get together and do anything you know exactly anytime soon i mean and clearly obviously god seven chose not to renew because not only was it just like all right well like screw this but like they were just mistreated oh my god like i've seen things with god seven promos and i'm just like yikes just to list some of the things that fans have put of what jyp how jyp mistreated god seven First of all, lack of promos, which I feel like I've been seeing too as they progress as a group. There's been like a lack of promos. Yeah. Um, not really much variety appearances besides maybe the one or few. Like we have Jin Young at least acting. Short pre-order times, which like to fans, it's a really big deal because it's like, you know, you want to give them a lot of pre-orders and like them having to order the albums. But apparently they got like barely any pre-order time. Yeah, like 10 day which yeah, is, is not a lot yeah, for pre-orders. And then apparently, according to people, that Young Jay was denied a solo album and that Yug Yum and Mark were denied of solo activities. This is like, obviously according to fans and like 
speculations because this is not something that Joey P has well, said I'm himself. not surprised because Mark, I feel like I've never seen Mark anywhere. Me neither. Like the last time Yugim was doing something solo was hit the stage. Hit the stage. Yeah. Which the most you see is like ago. Jackson, Jin Young, and maybe JV. But like anytime recently, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't follow so. God Seven like that, so like I wouldn't know. The only one I knew is Jin Young acting like that. He's been in dramas or like cameoed. But yeah, so basically, God Seven was just getting hella like the short end of the stick, which is not a surprise because obviously JYP has twice, which is like they're they just look like they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Mm -hmm. And then Stray Kids has really blown up recently. Like, you know, Stray Kids has become really big. So it obviously their focus is going towards those groups and, and not the groups that don't matter and itsy you're right and itsy is also like their you know new fresh girl group that's also killing it and ECU. and yeah and, and they just debuted who's also doing really good in japan so it's like basically they're like why waste our time on an older group that because they probably think that they're wasting their time with the 2 p.m members even though like they're all almost basically back but I don't know if, you know, if when Junho comes back, if they're going to the have a comeback. The thing with 2PM is that they're so big in Japan that they make so much money for JYP in Japan. Like, even when you see, even years later, you see, like, the the revenue of each group of JYP and 2PM still makes sometimes more than twice. Mm. I mean, I don't know now, if you look at it now, obviously, because they've been on a hiatus. But when 2PM was active and they already had twice out and whatnot, 2PM was still the money makers of JYP yeah. because Japan. So I think that's probably why they want to keep 2PM around because they're iconic and their Japanese fan base is like big. God 7, on the other hand, it's like their Korean fan base, it's there. It's big. Their album sales are pretty decent, but it's not huge. And then it's not like they have a huge Japanese fan base. And yeah. then they have international fans, but you know, like, what matters you know, is more domestically. I'm surprised they didn't really promote them in, like, China or... I guess maybe they kind of did. But Thailand? Oh, Thailand loves God 7. Yeah, I feel like, you know, Thailand obviously loves them because Bam Bam, but they feel like they never utilized Bam Bam for anything. Not that I know of. So, anyways, like... Because, again, we don't follow God 7. Yeah, like but, that. like, geez. I, yeah, I feel like, it, like, especially over the past two years, God 7 has been where? Like, I feel like yeah. they come back and then they're nowhere. They yeah, just disappear, yeah. and then they come back, and they're nowhere. So yeah, they've all decided to go into different companies, different endeavors, and they're like, you know, seven or nothing, got seven forever. Maybe we can see a God Seven come back in the very distant future with a different name. With a different name, for sure. Probably they're not gonna have and, let them have God Seven. Yeah, yeah. But I, it'd still be nice to see God Seven come back. We'll see because now they're just all doing different things. Still seven. Still seven. <laughs> They obviously have a strong bond, as you can tell from like each member. So I think we'll at least see pictures of them hanging out, which is really nice. Cause that's basically what we do with SNSD right now is them hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it's always nice to see it. So let's just hope the best for God 7 and it's JYP's loss. It JYP, really is. It's JYP's like, loss. Whatever. He, JYP is just like, I got all these go goops though. He's too busy promoting himself too to promote God's. That's true. <laughs> like, uh, not that I not that I think it's bad that he does his own music because I think it's cool that he's like still kicking it. Like, but I think he tends to like kind of worry more about himself in that instance than the groups he He's has. not the CEO. Well, no, I know he's right? the CEO. He's the face. So I guess I'm just blaming him, but. Or but like I'm using sure he him has as the, but he has say. He's say de- you can definitely something. see that he has a lot of say because you see him a lot like make decisions and he's not like Lee Suma where Lee Suma's like just there like the producer. The best life and like yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like or YG in that case is also not the CEO anymore. You just blame them because they're the faces, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they're the faces of those companies, so you just automatically are like, This dude. 
So good luck to God7. And now just to go into like some other news that kind of also happened going away from like groups just going through it. One scandal that happened that I feel like kind of blew over, but I don't know if she's just laying low for now, is the Boa pill scandal. If you don't know, like Boa um, was taking in like illegal pills, but it wasn't smuggling. It wasn't like the bomb situation per se. But that apparently an employee from the overseas branch shipped the medicine through the mail without following formal customs clearance procedures. And it kind of like that's where the trouble started. So it people were seeing it as she's smuggling drugs. 21 bomb scandal is what people are comparing it to. But SM, it was straight up like, no, it's not BOA. It's not wrong. It was the staff that processed it wrong. I saw some people being like, oh, I wish SM didn't throw blame. But like, they're not throwing blame. They're just saying what it is, apparently. Oh, God forbid they defend their artists now. Now it's a problem to defend the artists because everyone's always like, SM, do better. Defend your artists and take care of them. And then the moment that they're quick to defend their artists, it's a problem. It's, yeah. it, they're, they're shifting blame. Which I personally, I wasn't like, oh, they're like blaming straight up. They're obviously explaining it so it doesn't go any further because that, yeah. that would obviously damage Boa's career. And they if, do not want to be doing if that. <laughs> what happened to Bomb from 21 happens to her. Could you imagine it's your 20th anniversary and then just because you need some sleeping pills, your career goes down the drain? That's what it was, yeah. No. It was like <laughs> Not happening. Strong sleeping pills. SM's like, we're not letting this happen. It sucked because in that SM Town concert, she wasn't there, obviously, and I was really sad. I would have loved to have seen yeah. her. And I, I think they just said that because they wanted to let it like blow over a bit. Yeah. It sucked, and it sucked because she had her comeback and it was really good. And, and these like, things always happen then, around yeah, the comeback. And then they were doing like this major like BOA special for the Mama Awards. So it sucks that she kind of had to go through that. I think it's kind of like, well, from us anyways, we don't know how it is in Korea right now with the whole news. But for us, I feel like it's kind of blown over and they're just kind of letting it simmer away. Yeah, but we've, we're noticing that SM really leaves a long time for things to blow over. Yeah. So, like months and it's not like boa came back frequently before so it's yeah. like you know it sucked that she came back and we got all this good boa stuff and Just now her, i'm yeah. not gonna see boa for probably like a year at least like in irene's case we are finally like they finally have irene in the group and they're doing red velvet again and they're coming back and we're still waiting for chanyeol to kind of come back actively socially at least he's like doing he was on a show so it's like he's kind of slowly getting in there too but sometimes it's the best option. Just let it simmer for a while and then hopefully just come back and forget it even happened or just like, okay, it happened, it happened. At least they don't kick their mem- the members out for these things. Yeah, because that would be, now that would be dumb. Then we had like a little interesting thing with Top Dog. If anyone remembers Top Dog, <laughs> they were an underrated, really underrated group under Stardom Entertainment. It's been a while since Top Dog was even a thing anymore. They changed their name to Genoti, but that group didn't really do anything. Maybe I feel like they, they were in Japan, and, yeah. but they didn't even do anything there either. So, Top Dog's basically nothing at this point. Like, no more. And then, uh, so one of the members, Sogong, he was on a YouTube channel. It was like an interview. And he kind of spilled some tea about Top Dog, about being in Top Dog. He basically revealed that the Top Dog members kind of, like, bullied and ostracized him. And I thought, I was, I was like what i have to read this because obviously these are things you don't find out till like years later because mm-hmm. we loved top dog like yeah. we have basically all their albums he basically said that he was getting some sort of an attention i'm assuming for his vocals because he had really good vocals mm-hmm. and he was thinking to himself like oh this is for the good of the group because if i get popular the group could get popular which happens we've seen it happen 
But apparently the members got jealous and they were just treating him like crap. Like not talking to him. The company would separate them during like MV shootings, like not sit them next to each other, or, like eat together and then just film the MV together and then sit separately. So the company was aware that this was happening. Yeah, the, the company was aware. company was well aware that there was a bullying happening in the group and did nothing. Of course not. It's like FNC. Disgusting. And that apparently, this was the other thing he said that I was like, oh my God. Apparently, um, you know, it was such a problem that like the members had voted to kick him out of the group, which was obviously after Annie because Annie was the last time Sogong was there. He oh, talked yeah. about filming Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they didn't, that they were like not sitting together when they filmed Annie, and that apparently they were like, "Who wants Sogong out of the group?" And they all voted him out of the group. I don't know all. I'm not sure if there was like a majority vote. Some people maybe voted no, and then some people voted yes. I don't know, but yeah, that's when he left the group, and I was like shook i was like what you know i feel like with these types of things the company has such an effect too on people on their like trainees or idols on the type of behavior that they exude and i feel like when a company enables behavior like that people start to believe that they can do things like that and that it's okay like they're not being reprimanded and not being told no, don't do that. It's the same thing with, like, you know, when parents uh, raise their children. Like, I see the company kind of, like, a parent. You give them this idea that they can act this way. So the company was definitely enabling this behavior because they weren't doing anything about it, just separating them. That's not how that yeah, works. Yeah, it doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't fix the problem. That makes them, that makes the bullies think that's exactly what we want. You know, we win. And they were definitely allowing it. And that's kind of like FNC because if FNC has a history of bullies or like problems and they enabled it and allowed it to happen and didn't do anything about it. You know, the company has a, a part of that and Stardom's not a great company. They never Never were. has been so not surprised at all. And it's really sad because Sogong, you know, announces that and they've lost other members after that too. Yeah. So who knows who were the bullies and who weren't, who was being bullied and left because of it. And like even like Hansel has opened up about, you know, being extremely depressed and suicidal and he would like cut himself and he was dealing with um his sexuality because he came out as asexual. Who knows if he might have been uh, bullied too, especially for something like that. Like, I don't know, that's, that's just an assumption, but... There could have been other members that were being bullied, too. Yeah. I mean, Sogong also said that he had suicidal, like... Yeah, after, because he, he left, and then his father blamed him for it. Like, for what happened, and then he felt suicidal yeah, about yeah. it. Apparently, like, af like talking about this, he he had expressed that their relationship had gotten better. Like, he said he's, he does talk to the Top Dog members now, and that they've kind of fixed like what the problem was and he even said that if if there was ever a top dog reunion he would go which i'm like very surprised i'm like oh okay well like, maybe it's because they, they were young they all grew up they were young maybe they which realized things as things probably yeah. continued to happen that way who knows it, and then you know they were obviously not being treated the best under that company so maybe they had realizations too damn yeah it's um, ridiculous i mean i'm glad if they all like kind of grew up and they all kind of like reconciled i mean it, obviously it's no matter like how old you are it's still unacceptable to obviously act that way towards someone and yeah. like really like make them feel like like that but if you know if he says they're good and he would do a top dog reunion so be it i know uh sangyun's company was like denying it in a sense where i think they were just trying to really protect his image which he was the only one because he's the only one active 
yeah. out of all the former Top Dog members. But who knows? Maybe when maybe Sogon will get together with Top Dog members and be like, look, we're all good. I don't know. It, it was definitely an interesting story. I thought it was interesting. So, yeah, we're almost done with this K-Chat. There's still, like, two more things that we want to talk about. It's just a lot has happened. Also, recently, Momoland's Nancy is going through something really horrible with manipulated photos. According to people, or according to what we've seen, a staff member took photos of her undressing and shared it in a group chat of 500 people. And I see that the company is taking serious actions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just disgusting. Gross. And I feel like as a woman, it's just so tough because, especially with the whole Jung Jin scandal too, it's like mm-hmm. you're just never safe. Or like, even, even Burning Sun. Or the... Well, Burning Sun, Jung okay. Jin scandal because okay. they're kind of... And even the, the Nth Room, I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. the Nth Room, where like, you know, they share videos, of, like they'll put cameras in women's dressing room and share them. And it's like, it's disgusting because like you can't feel safe anyways, especially when you're with staff that you apparently trust. Yes, exactly. Staff that is, is there to help you and then they do this to yeah. you. It's like, I could only imagine it's obviously, as they've mentioned, it's been, it's taking a mental toll on her because it's, imagine like, yeah. you're just like, ew, like people are seeing me in this way and it's shared to all these people like i feel so bad for her like i can't imagine going through that right now yeah i i was like gonna be like how do you have a group chat of 500 people but apparently it was like um i don't know what it was like chat rooms or like servers like itsy like fan cafes like stuff like that too and that's just ridiculous like what do you gain from that first of all no, people are just you know? sick. And it sucks. Yeah, you can't you can't even trust your staff members. Like, how do you ever feel like you can completely 100% trust the people around you? You know, obviously as idols, like you're constantly undressing and you're you're around people when it happens. You, you don't get to just change in the comfort of a single like stall yeah. or something, especially when it's like a concert or an award show that you have to quickly change change, you're constantly it's kind of like modeling shows like you're taking your clothes off yeah in front of everyone and you have people helping you too so there's a bunch of people around it yeah and it sucks that that someone felt like they could just do that to someone yeah especially since obviously nancy is pretty popular they were like perfect person to do this to it's just i feel like i just feel so bad for her because like yeah that would obviously mentally like scar you and emotionally drain you because it's just disgusting and i I really hope the company like not only like obviously takes legal action but that they're they make sure that the area is more secure for them where they could feel like they could change there's no like mini cameras hidden anymore or or, like staff members being kind of suspicious like i hope they really and that's for every group i hope that girl groups just like they don't have to go through this because it's just it's awful like you know being a woman is already scary it's like continuous. Yeah, you just have to be very like, cautious. Seems to be it's just a never ending pattern, I guess, in the Korean culture yeah. that men like. Were, I don't even know if it was a. It might have been a female staff. staff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know the gender. But of that the people staff. would do that to women, you know. Which honestly, because... it was a female staff, even like more of a disgrace. Yeah, what the hell? Like, what the hell? You're a woman. Like you should know that this is definitely not. But you know, there's also women that are awful. Of course, people. of course. So I just hope that Nancy will be okay, and that if she needs to take a break, take a break. You know. And last but not least, something that ha- just happened very fresh too. The the group too. So apparently they were preparing for an album, a comeback. But then CJ ENM apparently decided to just terminate like this other company that was managing um too, 
NCH Entertainment was in charge of marketing and promoting a two, and then CJ and ENM was in charge of like production, like album production. Yeah. And suddenly they were just like, "We're not doing this anymore." Like they just basically cut ties with NCH and told them like, "You cannot promote two, or you cannot be in charge of two anymore." And that obviously delays everything for two because now it's like, "What's going on?" The uh, NCH said that they were really shocked because they had agreed to promote two for seven years because they had worked together to do the Mnet's rival show, World Class, and that they were, like, surprised because they were like, okay, we're going to do it for seven years, blah, 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 and then suddenly, after two years, I think, they just decided to terminate. And that company, uh, the NCH, even said that they would promote for free for two. Like, they were even offering their services for free because they're like, oh, we really love the members. Oh. But apparently CJENM had denied that so i don't know what's going on a lot of people were like what the hell cj and m yeah i'm really curious as to why like why do they want to do that like did something happen did they see think it wasn't worth it i think i Uh think and this isn't throwing blame at anyone i think mnet is like well this group isn't doing much they're new mind you but this group isn't giving us much they have a joint company with big hit B-Lift, which is where the show for N-Hypen happened. Yes. I think that they obviously see N-Hypen is like killing it, and they just came out. I think they don't see that it's worth with two. Like, but I CJ, personally don't think they're, they feel it's worth. But CJ ENM is so big, they can't do all of it. Like, I feel like they could balance all I'm that. I'm my they <laughs> my they do They do so much. They're a huge I know. Company. I don't understand either and I, I don't know what this really means for 2. Like, I don't know if it means that CJ and M is just gonna take care of everything for 2 or they're just gonna literally, like, leave him in the dust because, oh. again, it delays their stuff. I don't think they want anything to do with them. Me neither. I think That's that, what I took it That's as. why I'm saying I think that they're, they want to focus on the joint company with Big Hit instead of Man, this other group. Man, that sucks. Which I think Stone Music was the one that was also kind of in charge of two. Or like, I don't know how that all kind of happens. Yeah, I'm kind of like, that's really messed up because they did a whole survival show. They were really trying to push two. And then they kind of just like, I feel like it's way too early to make such a harsh judgment. Yeah, like that, that they're not worth it. Like they only had like two songs. God, all these twos. But it's way too early to make that, like, decision of, like, they're not worth it. Like, they're still young. It takes time that or, or even to blow if, up. Even if CJ is like, yeah, we'll still do things for them. Like, I think it's too early to be, like, delaying their stuff like this. It's No, that's a really bad like, sign. Like, it's an awful, yeah, it's an awful, like, decision because you're not promoting that group, you know? Like, so it's rookies, like you're wasting their time. Rookies need to be extremely consistent. And it's always been that way. Yeah. Like, you come out and you need to just come out. Over and know. over and over again that's... to solidify something and make a name for yourself. But if you're delaying stuff, that's a really bad sign. So I don't know if this is gonna end well. Yeah, I don't think again, so. Again, that's just my theory. I think they're gonna they want to focus more on something that benefits them more, which is in hypen compared to two. That's just my theory. I could be wrong, but we'll see what happens because this obviously this doesn't mean this bandit automatically or this doesn't mean anything yet. It just means that their stuff is delayed. I'm hoping that that doesn't mean this banning because I'd be really sad if these boys worked really hard through a program just to disband. But we've seen it happen before yep. with Pledis yep. and Priston, so this could also happen again. But we shall see. And when it whatever happens, 
you know, it'll be in the next K-Chat. So that wraps up a very kind of lengthy K-Chat. A lot of stuff has happened. And I just feel like with K-pop, you know, it never ceases to uh, surprise us with what comes out on the news or what happens to certain groups or people. Hopefully this year will be not too crazy. It's already started a little crazy. Yeah. But hopefully it will be not too crazy. And I know we'll still have great music releases, but of course the news never stops with K-pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to this episode. Make sure to follow our podcast for more episodes. Definitely follow us on our YouTube channel, K Junkies. And you can also follow us on our Instagram account, which is at K underscore junkies. Our personal accounts are also linked to that as well. Follow us on Twitter as well. Same uh, handle on Twitter for our personal accounts. And if you guys want any uh, benefits on our YouTube videos or our podcast episodes, you can check out our Patreon page to join a tier to get like exclusive content and benefits and be able to request things at uh, patreon.com slash kjunkies. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.